Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's Hope Ellen, full behind the gloves. Now of the wonderful Stevie Levy. We're at your gym where you've been training hard ahead of your fight on Saturday night. How are you feeling? feeling good I'm feeling hungry you know I was gonna say that but I'm really happy to see you I don't really like seeing people fight week because you're a bit weird when you cut and wait but I love your presence so I'm glad to be here with you I haven't paid her to say that (laughs) (laughs) so yes you are hungry aren't you you've been posting a lot of food posts as you always do on Instagram torturing yourself why is the cutting so extensive this time well, obviously, we had Christmas. What's it been, six weeks since Christmas? So <clears throat> I was a little bit naughty at Christmas, and I'm paying the price now, but I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> and how are you feeling in terms of mentality, away from the, the hunger side of it? Yeah, mentally, I've, I feel so calm and relaxed. The last six weeks, I've just, I don't know, it's been the calmest and more switched on and focused I've ever felt. I think I've just cut a lot of negativity out of my life over Christmas time, and these last six weeks have just been perfect, really. More time at home, more time with Morgan, um, obviously, my gym's more local now, which is lovely. Less time travelling about. <coughs> I can't talk properly. <laughs> but yeah, no. The la- last of the. I forgot the question. I was about to say you, you feel calmer, but then you just done that. Yeah. So you're still a bit, you're still normal for Stevie Levy. Yeah, I'm still I'm still normal. I'm just a bit like edgy fight week. I'm just um, I'm not used to not having sugar, and it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Feels not, like forever, but it's, it's not long to go, way. though, Stevie. So let's reflect on your last fight. Um, it was your first Southpaw. You were very nervous about that fight because it was a new challenge for you. But you've done it. You've done it well. What were lessons did you learn from that fight, other than it being a Southpaw? Yeah, I think I've learned. Like, just, I don't know. It's just no. There was no point spending all that time, like years, worrying about a Southpaw. But then, like, worrying didn't stop it ever happening, did it? And worrying in what made me win it was my hard work so there's no point worrying about things like that I've actually recently sparred her again um, so I'm all, all love southpaws now <laughs> but um, no I'm glad I got my first southpaw out of the way I, I wouldn't choose one again if I had to but if I do get one I'm not going to shit myself as much I'm not going to shit myself no, I've done it again <laughs> I'm not going to do myself as much if I get another one because I've conquered it now <laughs> we need to add some bleeps um, okay, so sparring then, ahead of this fight, mm. you've been using that lady again, but who else have you been working using with? Using that lady. <laughs> um, well, I spent a couple of days with Raven Chapman, who, in my opinion, is like the, big, like the biggest 
female prospect in the country, in my opinion, honestly. Like, she's something else. And her and her team, they're literally so welcoming. They had me stay a couple of days, so I spied her a couple of days, did S&C with her, trained with her, and that was an invaluable experience. My little boy was away in Centre Park, so I had the week to myself, so I thought, oh, I know what I'll do. But, um, yeah, so I've sparred her. My mind's gone blank now. I'm trying, I can't, Beck Ferguson's helped me. I sparred Harley Whitwell, um, some girls over Ipswich. Basically, whenever I go to Raven, there's sometimes like a three and a half hour journey with traffic there. Get in the ring spa, another three and a half hours back. It's just fucking mental. So they was like, why don't you stay over? And her coach, um, I say Scott, is doing it. Stuart put me up for the night. And literally, I'd done like, more, we sparred, done S&C, went and rested with Raven, had a little nap in her bed because I was so exhausted from the training and the journey. <laughs> and, um, and, then, um, and then went back and trained in the evening, woke up and done the same the next day. So we got so many sessions in. Then while I was in the area, I popped over and saw Ebony Bridges because she's obviously a good mate of mine she lived like I say local of an hour but I just done my rounds and it was so good for me mentally to I spent the like half most of the week just with different different uh, like friends but also boxers in the same lifestyle as me and it's just nice because you do feel cut off from the world in a, tr in a fight camp and you feel like you're the only one going through what you're going through so when you're around other people in a similar boat it's so motivating it's really good. There's been a lot of changes ahead of this fight. A big one being that you've changed. We're going through changes. Sound just like Aussie. Yeah. yeah, you look like him as well. Um, <laughs> in terms of your trainer, you've changed mm. totally. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um, it's a long story, really, but Paul, bless him, he'd done everything he could for me. He was one of my best friends. He, he stepped in when I had no one, and we had the best year together. You know, we had some good experiences, but, um, you know, he, he's got a full-time job and a family, and he, and he said to me, it got to the point where he was like, I don't think, I think you deserve someone who can commit more fully. Like, I just wouldn't see him as much as I needed to, and he, he just had so many work commitments and stuff, and it was because he cared about me. He took a step back, and the trainer I'm with now, um, he, I've known him, like, half my life. He's, again, one of my best friends. I'm so lucky. I didn't go with him originally when I went pro because he's very strict and stern and I was a bit of a pussy back then like Paul babied me for a year and I feel like he's got me to the maturity point where I'm ready for someone who's strict now I'll take me up my comfort zones I've learned a lot from Taz we've been training together about 10 weeks we kept it on the lowdown a bit because I thought I'm not gonna like see you later Paul what you say Taz I'm not like that we've just kept on the lowdown kept the head down um, I've learned a lot from him and I feel like he has brought the power to my game now and um, and he's gonna be good for me in the corner Taz very very good me and Paul like, like I said it's more like a father and daughter we're going down. Um, far well, my arm's gone to bed, too, clearly. <laughs> it was a bit like father and daughter, like the Guanini fight, bless him. Like, I think we both just panicked, and he, even he panicked, didn't know what to say, and he just wanted to tell me to get out there and run away and be safe. But, you know, Taz, what the fuck are you doing? They're just, they're just like, they're just very different people. And I feel like um, Taz has now got me to the next level where I need to be. But, like, that's no disrespect to Paul. I love him, and I'll always love him. And uh, he done so much for me, done the best he could, and it's just, like, on to the next level now. Do you know what I mean? So... You also posted a video of you doing pads with Taz. New start, Stevie? <laughs> it's really funny because his camera um, flipped, the, flipped the screen. It looked like I was Southpaw. So I put a post up saying I'm a fully-fledged Southpaw and I can't believe how many people believe me. I wonder if Bex watched, I wonder if Bex watched it and thinks I'm Southpaw. No, I'm a fuck. Can I fuck box Southpaw? Fucking hell, I wish. No, mm. it was the camera. <laughs> you mentioned Beck there. Beck Connolly is who you're fighting. Mm. She is a step up. She calls herself a gatekeeper. Mm. You need to get through her in order to have a title shot. Mm. How much pressure is on your shoulders? 
Do you know what? I don't give a shit what a record says. She'll be in the toughest test yet. Test yet. She might have lost quite a few fights, but she's been in there with the best. She's been in the world champions. She gives them all. You know, she gives them all her best. She comes to win. I think they're going to see me as a beatable fight, to be honest, because I, you know, I ain't got no knockouts and I'm just Steve Levy like I don't know. So I think don't know if everyone takes me seriously when it comes to the fighting part. So I feel like they're going to come there thinking, you know, they've got a good chance of winning, and I think she's going to bring it to me. But I'm, I'm ready for a, a tough fight. I want, I want a war. I think she'll bring a war. It's going to be an entertaining fight, and like you say. I need to beat her. I need to beat her good to, to prove that I belong up there with these champions. So it's a lot of pressure, actually. A lot, a lot of pressure. You mentioned little Morgan earlier. Last time he walked out with you, was buzzing. Same again? Yeah, I've got my nephew this time as well. My little nephew. So I have Morgan one side, my nephew the other side. Um, literally, I thought he was going to be nervous, but that, it made me emotional seeing the videos. The way he stood next to me and copied me and he walked to the ring and he jumped in and put his arm up on the He's just incredible. What a fucking kid. Sorry if I do say so myself, and sorry if I swear him, but he's awesome. And my nephew, he's a, I think he might be a little bit shyer, but do you know what? I think it's Morgan's day, I'll just copy him. I think this is going to be just proper special, walking out with my nephew and Morgan. And, and, yeah, I'm so excited for it. Like, that's another, you know, like, I'm grateful to GBM for allowing me to do that, because I know not all shows would allow you to do that, but not being funny, I, I do think it, it makes it more special, even for the people tuning in, seeing something like that. It's just unique, isn't it? So I'm very grateful and lucky and excited to have that privilege. Something else unique about you is the style that you bring. Bright orange, bright yellow, what have you got planned? Mate, my weighing outfit is random as fuck this time, honestly. I can't wait to wear it. It's so random. I can't go for the lingerie because literally I've got, like, not even wet, saggy tea bags left now making weight. It's, like, horrendous. <laughs> I breastfed for a year and, and I wasn't gifted before that, so I'm just fucked now. So there's, there's not going to be any sexy fucking um, weighing outfit, but it's cool. You'll see it and be like, yeah, that's Stevie. So, yeah, I'm excited to wear that. My kit this time is black. I've never had black before. I've still got the blue, red and yellow, but it's on black. It's, like, the new me, like, rrr me. But, um... So I won't be wearing nothing bright like, i.e. fucking the orange camel toe outfit, which I don't know how to say. It wasn't even a camel toe. I was just running why I said that. I think my sister said it for a joke. But anyway, what will be under is going to be funny. Do you feel this is a new chapter? You changed trainer. You're talking about a new kit, the black. I feel like you're, you've turned a corner and this is a new Stevie. Is that what we can expect to see? I thought you said new kit then. I was thinking, fuck that, mate. Morgan's nearly eight. I ain't having any more. Um, yeah, I, I think so. I think there had to be a... a, a um, a point where I just want to, I want to start getting stoppages now. I want to start proving that I've got power and, and I want to prove my boxing skills and my angles. I've been working on every aspect of my boxing. Um, and I just feel like I, I want to prove I'm a proper contender now. I'm not just someone who competes and gets in there. I want, I don't want to be feared, but I don't want to be that one like, oh yeah, Stevie, yeah, she'll be an easy win. She'll be an easy win. Nah, mate, I'm going to give everyone a challenge now I get in the ring with. And, and I'm not a pussy no more. I won't back down from any fights. I'm ready for anything what David you know puts in front of me but I have got to get past Beck first on Friday and I feel like I need to beat her in style so I'll worry about that first and then see what's next but definitely a new start yeah like I just feel like everything's worked out good like I said it's not just having the, the, the trainer with you know I feel like he's making me more confident and bringing out um, like my boxing skills and power more but he's also a lot more local I'm not traveling constantly to different gyms different trainers and all that now I'm, 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 I've got my I found my comfort with my own I used to feel like I need to be around loads of people to be happy because I'm quite a lonely person but I've realized sometimes it's better just to be in your own company than be around too many people where it cause your anxiety and you get a lot of snakes about when you're in the boxing world you, you, I don't want to start being neggy but I just definitely feel like I've cut out a lot of 
of negativity now. And, um, oh, my belly's rumbling. Fuck, you know. You've cut out the wrong people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've cut out the wrong people now, and I'm only around good people who are caring and just make me feel positive, and I'm like, hopefully I make them feel positive too. So positive, positive, positive. I was about says. to get a tearful then <laughs> until you started being silly. Goodness gracious. Major. What's Dave Allen said about this particular opponent? Um, Dave, David gets nervous, like whoever I'm going to fight, he always gets nervous. Like when it was Beck before, he was like, I ain't happy about you fighting up a weight and I, I'd, rather, I'd pull you, but I know you wouldn't want me to. Like he really does care. And like, he, again, he's not looking at Beck's record saying, oh yeah, fuck me, you should beat her. He's saying like, this is one fight away now from potentially the biggest fight of your career, life changing. So he's, he's, he's really supportive. He's got so much going on himself. Obviously he's got a baby and a missus and he's, he's training to fight. He's got, he's coaching fucking amateurs and he's training and managing pros, but he's still checks in and like says you know I hope everything's going okay all he says to is give it your all do your best keep pushing he must be another day saying the same thing he's very um um he's very positive too but he knows like in the past like this time last year like me and him would be arguing like i'll be snappy about the weight and he'd be like oh like we've just had just pointless arguments whereas he knows how to deal with me now do you know what i mean like we've both like worked each other out over the years and we don't ever ever argue we used to have little arguments only when it involved boxing. We've got like we've got we've got like Dave Allen, my manager, chat, and then we've got Dave Allen, my bestie, chat, and we had to keep them separate. <laughs> but now it's just all in one. It's important to you to have your team be close with you, isn't it? Because you've said before in interviews that you wonder sometimes if people think that's a bad thing. Like you're close mm. to your nutritionist, yeah. and people might think that's bad, but you mm. think that's a really good thing. It's important, isn't it? It's important to me because, like I said, I don't just want the end goal. I, I enjoy every second of the journey, so I want to be with people that that I care about and who care about me. Um, I look at a lot of people and they might have these top coaches, but they probably book in an hour session and they go home and don't speak again. Like for me, I like, I like to know them. I like having them as friends as well. That's why I would never have ever left Paul. Even if I knew deep down that I needed to go to someone else, I wouldn't have done it. But the fact that he left me, it was like, right, it's meant to be. Do you know what I mean? And like I said, I'm now with Tazu. I've known half my life as well. Like he's mental, like to meet him. You know him, don't you? Know he's so funny. I can't wait for him to meet like Loza and David and, and John and that. Like he'll fit in perfect as well. Um, so yeah, once again, I know I've got someone who cares about me, not just someone who, who you don't even know. Do you know what I mean? So, and I'm the only pro that he's got right now, which is nice because I get his full blown attention. You know, some people have got so many people; it must be hard to balance out their time and commitments and stuff. So, I just feel like everything has fell into place perfectly how it should be at the right time. I'm really positive. You mentioned David in training. He's obviously coming out of retirement, isn't he, for his own fight, 18th Feb, mm. I think it is. Yeah. What do you make of that, and who would you like to see him face? Well, he's already come out of retirement, then went in and out and then out, mm. shaked all about. Um, it's hard for him because he's too he's too good for these journeymen, as they call it. But the, the the level of show he's on at the moment, they can't fund a big opponent. But to get a big opponent, he needs to you know show his he's been you know training and whatever. So um, I'm not sure who he's got on the 18th of Feb, but I'm hoping after that he gets the British title shot. And I've said before, I love Fabio Ward. I've been friends with him for years. I've known him longer than I've known David, but. I would love David to get that um, shot to fight for the British title and I would be backing David, obviously. He's my team and he's one of my best friends. So, But um, it would be a great fight. I think everyone would love to see it. People could talk about Babbage, but he's not going to go up to heavyweight and David will not make Bridgerweight. Like, he's a lot bigger in real life than people think. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Even though he's in the shape of his life, I've never seen him like be so committed and dedicated. Like It's, it's amazing, really, what he's done. I think it'll be dangerous this year. You've got the same tattoo, haven't you? <laughs> it's funny because... <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has picked up yeah. on that. You L do? Liam's got it as well, isn't yeah. he? All three of us, it was a dare. I'm going to try and get Loza to have it next. It was a dare? Yeah, then if you do it, I'll fucking... Of course I will. If you're going to fucking dare me to get a tattoo and, and pay for it, I'll fucking do it. 
So Friday's obviously the night that you're fighting. Stevie, if you're wanting to get a ticket, there are still some left, aren't there? Yeah, so the gold and silvers are all gone now, um, but there's still plenty of standard £45 tickets if anyone wants to come and support. My voice is gone. Jokes still here. <laughs> Thank you very much, Stevie. Best of luck for Friday, not Saturday. Have a good time. Thank you for having me. My belly wants to say thank you as well. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.